Scripture reading tonight will be read from Luke 10, 25 through 28. Luke 10, 25 through 28. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this, and you will live. Good evening. Well, as so many of you have told me before, you'd like to see me preach. Well, you've got your wish. So, <laughs> so I'd like to also take this opportunity to thank Jared and Brother Mike. Without them pushing me a little bit, I wouldn't be up here tonight. I'd also like to thank the elders for also giving us this opportunity to conduct this service tonight. Tonight I'm going to be talking a little bit about eternal vacation. Every summer the roads are packed full of families on going on vacation. In order to go on those vacations, they have to make plans, they have to prepare. You have to think about where you're going to go, how you're going to get there, where you will stay, and what you're going to do while you're there. Some will go to the beach. Some will go to the mountains. Other places to visit, the Grand Canyon, the Redwood Forest. Wherever you would go, I'd be willing to bet that very few of you would stop and think, you know, God created all this. As beautiful as these places are, God created all this. Where do we want to spend our eternal vacation? Heaven. No one ever says, I want to spend my eternity in the fiery lakes of hell. No one ever says that. We will work and plan every day for our everlasting life in heaven. Vacations are brief and they fly by. But there's one vacation that we are currently planning that will not end. And that is our eternal vacation in heaven. As I mentioned before, as beautiful as these places are, they're only a glimpse of what is waiting for us in heaven. In Revelations chapter 21, verse 18, It says, And the buildings of the wall of it were, was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, and likened to clear glass. And then it continues in the first part of 19, And the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. And in verse 23, it says, And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Think about that for a minute. A place so pure and so beautiful that it needs no sun, no moon to light it. Can you imagine that? Think about that for a minute. No sun, no moon. It lights itself. 
In Revelations 14, 13, it says, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. We must work every day to plan for our eternal vacation. It's after that, after the judgment day, that we can rest. To start our journey to our eternal vacation, we must first become members of the church. To do this, we must hear the word, Romans 10, 17. We must believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, John 3, 16. Next, we must repent of our sins, Acts 2, 38. Confess that Jesus is the Son of God, Matthew 10, 32. And be baptized, Acts 22, 16. After that, we must live faithfully until death. And that is where the planning and the work comes into play. Let's look at the scripture that Tanner read for me a moment ago. Luke chapter 10, verse 25 through 28. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said unto him, What is written in the law, how readest thou? And he answered, and he answering said thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart with all thy soul with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself he also takes this a step further in Matthew 22 verses 36 through 40 Master, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and the great command, commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Hang all the law and the prophets on those two commandments. He also reiterates this in Mark chapter 12, verse 30 and 31. These verses, they don't say we give a piece to God. They don't say we give half to God. They don't even say we give three quarters to God. They say we give all to God. He wants it and he deserves it. He sent his son to suffer and die on the cross for us why shouldn't we be willing and eager, and eager to give our all to him if we follow these commandments all other commandments in the Bible will come easy everything is based on these two commandments if we truly love the Lord we shall show it every day no matter who we are around no matter whether at work, at school, other friends, 
in the community in general or whether we're amongst ourselves. Some of the youth learned at the South Haven Youth Rally last week that the tongue is the easiest way to sin. If we keep these two commandments, watching what we say becomes natural. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6, it says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, and to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiable that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. A place that is incorruptible and undefiable, and it's reserved for you. It's up to you to work for it. It's up to you to plan for it. If there's anyone here tonight that needs to reserve their place in heaven, all you have to do is follow these simple steps. You have to hear the word, Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You have to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Then we must repent. Acts 2, 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We must confess that Jesus is the Son of God. Matthew 10, 32. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. Then we must be baptized. Acts 22, 16. And, why, and now why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. If there are any of you that need to respond to that invitation, or if there's any one of you that have started your journey but somehow gotten astray and need to come back, we ask you to do so now as we stand and as we sing.